we ended up having to close. I think the state mandate was for a month. So yes, it was really stressful. I'm barely starting this whole journey. So what we did to keep everyone motivated was I actually rented out all the equipment in my gym, all the plates, all the bars, all the kettlebells, everything I lent out to members. And then we did weekly or daily FaceTime workouts to try and keep people motivated because, you know, that's how I'm getting paid is my members. Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast from Mazuma that shares motivational stories for small business owners. I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts for this episode. Today, we're talking with Sheena, a CrossFit athlete and a gym owner. Sheena, welcome. Hi, thank you. So Sheena, you're our first CrossFit athlete on this podcast. So we're interested if you could tell us a little bit more about what it was like for you growing up and what drew you to sports. So as far as I know, when I was three, my parents always saw me kind of just flipping around, ton of energy, always wanting to be on my hands and upside down. So they actually enrolled me in gymnastics when I was three. It stuck. I loved it. I did it all the way through high school, ended up getting a full ride scholarship to Southern Utah, where I was a gymnast down there. From there, um, I met my husband, who was also an athlete. He played football. We got married and he got right into coaching at Weber State University. So we moved up to the Ogden area. We had a kid pretty much three months right after we were married because I kind of just didn't know what to do. I had always been an athlete and always had something to do. So we kind of got right into the kid thing right away. About after my second child, my friend, I was working at a spa, which I'm an esthetician as well. She introduced me to CrossFit. She had been doing it and knew I was a former gymnast and knew I would want to do it right away once I got into it. So I actually started and the first day I found out I could actually do quite a bit of it because of my gymnastics background and found out you could compete in it. And I started competing pretty much right when I started. I uh, went to the CrossFit Games, which is the Olympics of CrossFit back in 2014. and still trying to just get back there now. And I just assume that means a lot of training. <laughs> yeah, a lot of training and... I mean, the sport has grown so much. That's what's crazy. Back when I started, like I said, if you could do any type of handstand walking or muscle-ups on the rings, you were legit. Now, everyone's kind of caught up to that. So it's grown tremendously now. So it is, it's a lot harder. Wow. So how many people get admitted into the CrossFit Games? There's age groups now, but 18 to 34, it's like the top 45 in the entire world. Oh, For my group, I'm now a master's, which starts at 35 and then it goes every five years. So 35 to 40 is a group, 40 to 45 and so on. So this last season, 27,000 women tried out and they take the top 10. But I'm finishing in that like 30 to 40 position. So haven't quite broke the 
top 10 barrier yet. <laughs> That's uh, still super impressive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's unreal, honestly. Yeah. Are people doing that for prize money? I mean, on top yes. of the personal personal achievement, obviously, that's I'm sure yeah. has to be the motivation. Once you get to the CrossFit Games, there is money involved, which is good amounts of money. But again, it's like one out of hardly anybody making any money. <laughs> so, I mean, once you get to that top end of CrossFit, yes, you can make money some kind of off of sponsorships, but it's kind of just growing into like being an athlete now. It used to not. Back when I qualified back in 14, it was more common to see regular workers or moms. You know, it wasn't their entire life. Now it's kind of turned to that. Yeah. Right. I mean, honestly, that's one of the things I'm thinking as I'm hearing you talk. I mean, that sounds like a full-time job, right? Train, it is. Training is a full-time <laughs> job. So, so yes. If you could just paint a picture for us, what does that really look like on a day-to-day basis? So generally, I'm training two times a day. That generally includes not just your regular training. You've got to work on your mobility, your flexibility, so you're preventing injury. You're always kind of doing those modalities where you got to put that into it. CrossFit is a variety of functional fitness. So it's everything from swimming to Olympic weightlifting to gymnastics stuff. I mean, it's literally everything under the sun. (laughs) So there's so much to train that you basically have a strength portion every day. You have some type of conditioning and then a lot of accessory type stuff. So for me personally, I'm a small athlete naturally and they don't put you in weight classes. And so my weakness is trying to be strong as chicks that are 40 pounds heavier than me. So I'm always doing extra training with strength. That's going to look different kind of for every athlete. So your bigger athletes usually need more of the gymnastics work. So everyone kind of hits two hours a day, and then a lot of additional on top of it, sometimes up to four hours every day. How did you do that and then decide, oh, I'm going to continue to do this and open a gym? (laughs) I don't know. That's what I keep asking myself. My friend who bought Ben Loman previous, he decided he wanted to sell it and it kind of just fell into place. I had never thought to own a gym. That was never a dream of mine. That was never in the plans ever. And he uh, offered it to me and it just kind of was like the right timing. And so now it's just, I basically live there, but it's great. So (laughs) Awesome. And so the timing of that purchase, I understand, was just before COVID hit. Is that right? What was was that like? Um, yes, we bought the gym in January of 2020, so it hadn't quite hit the crazy part yet, but we ended up having to close, I think the state mandate was, I think it was April for a month. So yes, it was really stressful. I'm barely starting this whole journey. So what we did to keep everyone motivated was I actually rented out all the equipment in my gym all the plates, all the bars, all the kettlebells, everything I lent out to members. 
And then we did weekly or daily FaceTime workouts to try and keep people motivated because, you know, that's how I'm getting paid is my members. If they're not coming, they want to cancel. I'm still paying rent. I'm still having to pay all my end of the business. So anything we could do to keep them motivated. So that's what we did for that month. It actually went really well. And then I did a lot of challenges. So I posted on our Facebook or our Instagram group for our gym and we did challenges outside of the gym because CrossFit's really community-based. People come to CrossFit to work out with people, to kind of be told what to do and keep them on track. So we did, we had to be creative and come up with a lot of things we could do outside of the gym as a whole on Facebook. And it seemed to help keep the retention of members. Sounds like you're more of an entrepreneur than you thought you were. Yeah, had no idea. (laughs) Yeah, the creativity to keep that going and to keep people engaged is really admirable. Well, again, that was my job and I was doing nothing, you know, we weren't working and it's like, okay, well, let's, let's get creative. And we actually made a 28 day quarantine challenge. So every day there was a physical challenge we had them do. So that's great. I mean, you obviously adapted really well, it sounds like, but was there ever a time when you just thought, so I'm going to have to close the gym and I'm going to lose my business? Not really. Thank goodness. I've always been okay to coach all the classes. So if it came down to like, okay, I can't pay coaches, I can't pay employees, I'll clean myself, I'll coach, I'll try and make it work that way. But it's kind of cool that CrossFitters, they get really sucked in and kind of crazy with CrossFit. They didn't want me to shut down. So we didn't lose a ton because those that are into CrossFit really, really love it. So I kind of lucked out in that department, honestly. And I, I really didn't ever feel like we were going to have to shut down. I know my members kind of personally, and I know how much they love it like I do. That's really cool. Just for my information, what does it cost to belong to a CrossFit gym? It's gone up because it's just grown like crazy. But if you want like an unlimited weekly, it's about 112 And then we have like a three-day option, which is 97. But generally about 100 to 150 are about what gyms are charging. You do get that kind of personal coaching, but in a group atmosphere. And I think that's what everybody loves. So Sheena, it sounds like you've had success in creating community and a nice social network around your gym. And that's kept people active and everything. I know a lot of other businesses, maybe even in other industries, have that same goal as well. Do you have any tips or suggestions on what helped you be successful with that? Honestly, it's kind of just getting to know your members. I've had people request things they like to do outside of the gym. And so we try and incorporate that. We have some members that like to hunt and trail run. And so then we want to do an activity where it's like, hey, let's meet on a Saturday and do this. So I do try and branch out to different members and their different ways of life, if that makes sense to include them. I don't know anything about CrossFit, so I'll have to excuse my ignorance, but I do drive by a CrossFit gym when I'm taking my kids to school. 
And so when, when you say like going out and running, I see them like they go out and run, but then they're like carrying a tractor tire or like yeah. some object, right? <laughs> so it's not like, oh, I went for a run or I went for a swim. It was like, I pulled a boat up and down the lake. It's, it's, it's like this, this, like this added something on yes. top of the workout, right? Usually, yes. I mean, it just kind of depends what we're targeting that day. But high intensity is a lot of the focus and it's functional fitness. So just being prepared for anything a physical challenge might bring up in your day-to-day life. So that's kind of the big thing with it. I love it. That's great. So I'm interested to know if, was there major modifications that you made to a typical CrossFit gym or was it just your own personal touches that just made it, um, made it feel more yours? So I, I've definitely done a lot to it paint wise and equipment wise, and I've opened it up bigger and I've added more things because I come from being competitive where previous owners are just doing it more for the general public which I still do, but I've kind of brought more of a competitive feel to it where people kind of want to be pushed a little bit. Adding the classes I have with the teens, and now I've actually added a kids CrossFit class where five to 12-year-olds come and they learn CrossFit. So then it's like this whole family affair. And I actually had one member sign up because his daughter did teens And the teen's like, dad, come on, you got to be able to do this with me, you know? So it's now this family involvement, which again, I love. I'm a family person and have four kids and want to teach that value to my kids of being physically fit, taking care of yourself. And so to see that now, it's been really cool. I've added a lot of different coaches and I'm getting to that place where I'm hiring people that I truly trust and are just as invested in me. Where previous, it almost seems like anyone who wants to come coach, come coach. We just need someone type of deal. But it's like, if I don't have those coaches, I'm coaching the classes until I find the right fit. So I have changed uh, the coaches there so that they're on the same page with me. So yeah, I mean, I've changed a lot to it. Not too much physically of the gym because it's a single space that I rent out and can't do too much. but. Definitely have added in a lot more unique pieces of CrossFit that most gyms might not put in because the general don't use it. But we're bringing a little bit more young competitive vibe, which makes it fun. So, Sheena, you've talked a lot about cool elements to the gym and some amazing things that you've done with it, especially getting through COVID. As you look back, what are some of the most uh, rewarding things about owning the gym? It's just the everyday stories I get from my members. For instance, I had one that came to me. She was actually one of my clients. As I said, I'm an esthetician as well. So I actually have my spa business inside the gym as well. I have a a separate room where I've set up my spa stuff. So I've, again, combined all my things into one. So anyways, I'll wax eyebrows or whatever for my clients And one happened to turn into a member. She was older. She was in her late 60s, not in good health, ready to change some things because she was being very incapable of doing day-to-day things. I got her to be a member and got her training and working out. And 
one of the most rewarding things I remember her saying, oh my gosh, Sheena, I moved my own dining room chairs today. And I felt like a boss. Like I always call my kids up to come help me do these things, you know? And so just little things like that. Or I have another member who has been killing it lately. And he's like, I have not been under 200 pounds in 30 plus years. And he's finally hit that. I love seeing people succeed and become happier, better humans. So I think that really is the most rewarding part. And it just is continuing to grow because then those people are communicating how awesome their lives have changed because of this. And that's probably the biggest reward. That's an awesome response. And it's interesting because we talk to a lot of small business owners, obviously just in our day-to-day business, but also on this podcast. And it's amazing how many times the human element and the human connection comes up and that's where the reward lies whether it's with their employees or whether it's with uh, their clients. Yep. You don't really have to do that much if you're passionate about it and people fall in love with it. It's going to naturally just turn into a better situation. How has owning this gym affected your family? It's actually been really good. I say that. We'll see what my husband has to say. But (laughs) Now, the age of my kids right now, it's been really good. It's actually benefited a ton. It's got my kids' friends. It's got just more involvement, actually, with my family because they are into lifting and training and their kids are and their friends are. And so, honestly, it's been really good. It's a a job I can take my little ones. We have a playroom. We have kid care. It's kind of all-encompassing, actually. Well, looking back on your experience, is there anything you'd want to tell your former self you know, you leading up to starting this venture or tell anyone else who is thinking about starting their own business? Um, The biggest thing I think is just find something you're truly passionate about. That's kind of what I saw as a coach the previous 10 years before I bought. Like I did love it and I, I just never felt like I had control over a whole gym. And then once I had that mindset of like, oh, this is cool. I really can set it up how exactly I would want a gym that I would want to work out in. And so I think that's been very helpful for me. And I think I would tell that to anyone. All right. Well, Sheena, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. We, uh, You're welcome. Just want to end by asking you our final question. What is it that keeps you going? helping people. Honestly, I love helping people. I love seeing them achieve things they never thought were possible. And I personally see the joy and quality of life I have because of physical fitness. And I want people to have that same thing. So I think that's what keeps me going. Just wanting to help everybody. Awesome. That's great. Well, thanks again for being on. It's cool to be inspired by what you're doing and wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you listeners for joining us today. If you or someone you know would like to share your small business story, please go to mazumausa.com slash keep going and fill out the form at the bottom of the page. And if you are looking for tax advice for your small business, be sure to join our Keep Going Facebook group and check out our website at mazumausa.com. Thank you.